and I'll introduce our speaker this morning from uh, Teen Challenge Canada. Some of you might have already uh, heard of this uh, ministry and supported, in fact. Um, but we are uh, thankful to have Peter here this morning to uh, share with us just some of the great uh, works that they do. So I'll welcome you to the stage, Peter. You come on up. Glad, glad you have to, glad to have you here. So, good morning. Just uh, just a note to Kevin. Kevin, I forgot my um, notes again. Um, when I left the house, I did have hair this morning, but driving in my sports car, it's not there anymore. Anyhow, uh, sorry about that. So, um, I'm the center director of Team Challenge Renfrew. Uh, basically it's called Eastern Ontario Men's Centre. We have uh, 12 beds for men. Right now we have five men and one men coming in tomorrow or on Tuesday, uh, which is great. So we're going to have six men in our, in, uh, in our home, which is wonderful. And, you know, we're getting them to help them along with whatever their addictions are. Some of you may or may not know about the uh, cross and the switchblade, and that's when it started back in 1958, where a young pastor was working with teens, and that's where it started with teens. As it is now, we are actually teens and adults. Um, where it starts is the age of 18 and up, is uh, what we do here at Teen Challenge. So it's lost a little bit of its name, but it's still Teen Challenge Canada. Uh, one of the most important things that I find that we do at Team Challenge is we instill forgiveness, grace into the men that come into our centers simply because where they've come from, they probably haven't received that. They probably haven't gotten that. And we strive to help them along with their addictions to show the love of Christ. That is the most important thing that I feel is that what we do here at Team Challenge is to show that love of Christ. Uh, we don't see it every day in our lives, uh, coming from uh, bad areas or dysfunctional families or things like that. It doesn't help uh, the fact that they're constantly beaten down and that's one thing that we don't do at Team Challenge. So <clears throat> what I find is important is there's a number of values with Team Challenge. First of all, it's a Christ-centered addiction center. It's an addiction center first, and it's Christ second. And the reason that it is that way is because really we're supposed to help them with their addictions through Christ. Okay? Now, with that, what does that mean? That means on a daily basis, we are taking them from the old man to the new man. And the Word of God says that to be reborn in Christ is to renew yourself and your spirit and your mind. And that's what we're doing here. Uh, Teen's Challenge is basically, uh, uh, it's, it's run on donations and donations only. And the reason we don't take any funding from any government or anything else like that is because the first thing that the government will do is take Christ out of it. That's the first thing that they will do. And, you know, when Teen Challenge started way back in 1959, it was all based that way because they wanted to center it on Christ, right? Christ is the healer. Our God is the one that helps us to renew everything, our minds, our soul, our spirit, 
Okay? And it also, the Word of God heals. So He heals that broken heart. He heals that broken mind. That, that you know, inside that I'm not good enough and I should be better or I could be better. And you know what? Christ says you are better. Right? Christ says you're better. And how does that work with us? Well, number one is uh, get help today. We have a table set out there. We have a table set up there. And uh, basically, we would like you, as a congregation, to let everybody know what we do. That's it. Just let them know what we do at Team Challenge and that we help everyone. We have nine centers across Canada, and I don't know if everybody knows that, but we have three women's centers and we have six men's centers. So we're not just to men, we're to men and women. And, you know, just so that you know that it doesn't matter what age you are, okay? The youngest person that we have in right now is 26 years old, but the oldest person I have in here right now is 71 years old. So you can be helped at any age. Christ doesn't take whether you're young or old or middle age or anything else, you know, and, and I'm, I'm so proud of the men that are in our house because they all want to be there. They're all working hard to be a better person. They're all working hard and learning about Christ and learning the love of Christ. And that's, to me, is most important. Um, so get help today. It's out there um, on the table, which uh, my team will uh, be able to help you with and so forth. Uh, if we could play the video, who are we, please? The worst part of addiction is not addiction. It's what it steals from you. It steals joy, dignity, health, purpose, family, relationships, but worst of all, addiction steals hope. Hopelessness is what Teen Challenge is truly fighting because hopelessness is not true. Once an addict is not always an addict. At Teen Challenge, we know that there are those trapped by addiction in every community across Canada from every walk of life. Through our 12-month faith-based in-residence program, we have helped prove that the past decisions do not dictate the future. We believe that there is always hope after addiction, and we are committed to walking alongside those in need to find it. But it doesn't stop there. Teen Challenge Canada is dedicated to helping those not only caught in addiction, but their families and communities. At our nine centers across Canada, we are dedicated to rebuilding lives by investing in people, one person, one day, one choice at a time. Helping men and women face their past and find new life free from addictions that not only transforms themselves, but everyone around them. Teen Challenge, helping men and women overcome substance addiction to lead full and productive lives every day. So there's the bottom line, productive lives. How many people in this room 
believe and know that they live productive lives or have lived, the ones that are retired. Um, you know, I, I tried to retire two years ago, but it didn't work for me. Um, I'm just one of those guys that I have to keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. And you know what, I'm glad that I fell into this job because really I did fall into this job. Um, and you know what, it, it basically was a dream job to me. Um, in my past, um, I opened up addiction centers in the private sector. And I would go around and I would, I would train all the people to be counseled uh, or the counselors. Um, I would set up the programs and everything else, but it wasn't Christ-centered. I had to do it by the world. I had to do it by what they said I had to say. I couldn't bring Christ into it. But when I was the counselor there, I'd put a little sign on my table that said Pastor Peter, and I brought more people to the Lord sitting behind my desk than I did if I was to walk the streets as a pastor. So to me, that was a blessing. The problem I left that reason is because this, and this is the point I'm getting to, to go to Teen Challenge, as the lady said, a one-year commitment. It's one year. Okay, that one-year commitment is a cost of $1,100 for one year for a person to come into Teen Challenge. And actually, if they can't even afford it, we'll still let them in. Okay, that's the love of Christ. When I was in the private sector, it was anywhere between twenty dollars and $25,000 for a 30-day stay. That's what it was. So, you know, we're not doing this for the money. Let's just make that perfectly clear. This is not about the money. This is about getting people who have been addicted, who have had hard lives, who have fallen into whatever addiction they have, and to help them come back out. We don't do it. God does it. And they do it themselves. Because they can learn that, you know what, they have the strength, they have the ability, and they have the mindset to go forward and to become more productive people in life. And for themselves. It's more so for themselves than anything else. We don't get credit. I don't take credit. My team doesn't take credit. Okay, God gets all the glory and God gets all the credit. But the person themselves are the ones that get the credit. Can we have the next video, please? Addiction doesn't just happen. The journey to addiction many times begins with tremendous personal hurt, pain, trauma, and despair. And so finding freedom from addiction doesn't just happen either. The journey to recovery begins with loving individuals, daily walking with men and women, helping them to face their past generational wounds, their inabilities to cope, or lack of personal identity so they can start the transformation into the person they were intended to be. Now this journey of recovery would not be possible if it weren't for the incredible faithfulness and generosity from supporters like you. At Teen Challenge, ongoing partnerships are much more than the financial backbone of our ministry. They are a testimony to all those still in addiction that even in the midst of their brokenness, they can know they are worth investing in. By joining the journey, and becoming part of our incredible community of monthly supporters, composed of passionate, generous, driven people like yourself, you are not only helping someone on their personal road to recovery, you are becoming a key part of their victory story. Your financial support shows those in our program that you believe there's still hope. It is not too late for help. 
and you are willing to invest in them to help them find it. For any reoccurring monthly or annual amount, join the journey. And your support of our 12-month faith-based in-residence program proves to those in our care that past life choices do not have to dictate the future. And that life, purposeful, productive life after addiction is possible. Support Teen Challenge Canada and join the journey today. Visit teenchallenge.ca. So the journey is like, you know, our team goes from church to church and we talk about Team Challenge, we talk about the blessings, we talk about how people in the community can help us. And, you know, we get a lot of response from churches, which is fantastic. The, the other thing that we do with the journey is we're not asking for $1,000 a month. It could be as little as $10 a month. It could be $20 a month. You know, uh, it's all these different things that add up. You know, $10 or $20 a month by, you know, 500 people adds up to a lot of money. Right? So we're not asking to break the bank. We're not asking for you to you know, dig in deep or anything else. What we're asking is really is whatever you can afford. And it doesn't have to be a monthly. It could be a one-time. Um, everything is out on the table to be able to help you to help us to help more men and women as they continue on their journey. Um, as I said earlier, it, it's very important to me being in the private sector for so many years and seeing the cost of it and people not not getting through. They wasted all that money. Um, I have a client that's coming in on Tuesday. He was actually one of my past clients. He got in touch with me and I'm bringing him into Teen Challenge. It was somebody that I who paid all this money. <laughs> and you know, when he called me and I said, I'm under that business now, but I said, hey, come on into Teen Challenge. And you know, he was surprised the fact that number one is I remembered him and I do remember all my clients, but number two was the fact that when I talked to him about Teen Challenge, he said, well, you know, Peter, I'm not religious. I said, it doesn't matter. That's not what this is about. This is about having you come in and having you commit yourself to a year to work through your addiction and to save yourself. And you know, you have to start saving yourself first. So what I'd like to do is like to bring up Josh. Josh is a young man who has gone through the program. He now works for me. And what we do at Team Challenge as well is that once they finish their 12-month program, if they want to continue with Team Challenge, we actually hire them once they go through a few more phases, but they can become employees of Team Challenge to give back as well. So I'd like to introduce Josh, who is from Sault Ste. Marie, who is now on my staff. Josh. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Josh. I'd like to share my testimony with you today. Um, I kind of have it done in the form of poetry. It's going to be a little interesting. Um, I'd also like to share a poem that with you first that I wrote when I first came to Teen Challenge. It'll kind of give everybody an idea of what was going through my mind when I got there, and then I'll get right into my testimony. Oh, dear Lord, set me free. From this bondage and misery, I pay homage to you from me. O oh dear Lord, please set me free. 
Please take me away from the violence. Deliver me from evil and open up my eyelids. I can't shake the voice within my head. Gonna have to learn to live with it instead. I can't run and I can't hide. My life is an endless roller coaster ride. I need your love and I need your mercy. I need it more than water, Lord, and I am thirsty. Everyone is out to get me on the streets. I try to get away, but I can't pick up my feet. I'm so full of sadness, it's madness. I spend most of my days just lying on a mattress. Take me away before I take another breath, before I see a prison cell, before I see my death. I'm so tired, Lord, and I'm weary. Show me that you're listening, show me that you hear me. Oh dear Lord, set me free from this bondage and misery. I pay homage to you for me. Oh dear Lord, please set me free. My story starts when I was just a little kid, well fed. When I was told to smarten up, I never did. I came from a good family, but heaven forbid that I could ever turn to drugs, but I was making my bed. See, I was smoking dope and doing pills at 14 years old. I'd pick up an ounce and in two hours have it sold. I was smoking, drinking, stealing, using every night. I would snort up any substance that I had in my sight. By the age of 18, I swear I tried it all. I'd gotten kicked out of school. I wasn't walking tall. I then developed an addiction to Oxycontin. When I would wake up in the morning, it was all I was wanting. At the age of 21, I started injecting Fetty. My parents begged me to quit, but man, I just wasn't ready. My impending death was ruminating in their mind. Didn't know when, but I was running out of time. I got arrested. I was pushing my sister. Cops showed up. They took a look at me. Now come with me, mister. They'd had enough, so did my family. I couldn't be stopped. They didn't give me what I wanted, so I instantly popped. Now enough's enough, Josh. You gotta make it on your own. Got a place, quit using, and started taking methadone. Got a job, saved up some money, always paying my bills. Lasted a year, picked up the needle, it was back to the pills. My place was dirty and demolished. It was such a disaster. You wanna teach someone how not to live? Well, I was the master. I'm thinking, am I going to lose my job or lose my apartment? And cops found nine pounds of marijuana in a secret compartment. I lost my place, got evicted, and moved in with a friend. Got hooked on meth. I lost my job. When was it going to end? I started seeing things, got paranoid, got put in the psych. Said I was fine after a week, and I was taking a hike. Moved in with mom and dad again, and they were filling my tummy. Until a month had passed, they went away, and I stole their money. I went to jail, got released, and I was out on the streets, and I was searching in the garbage cans for something to eat. I bought some drugs, they were tainted, wasn't making good choices. I shot them up, lost my mind, and started hearing some voices. I went to jail, and then the psych, and then to jail, and then the psych, and then to jail, and then the psych, and then to jail. I'm thinking, I'll be out in days, this ain't nothing, man, I got this, but they weren't gonna give me my bail. Seven months I was looking at, you'd think I was ready, cause I'd been in and out of jail for the last two years steady, but I broke down, had enough. I was sick of a cell. The only place I was headed soon was gonna be hell. A guy approached me two months in and said I needed to pray. I told him no. He said you come with me to chapel today. I went reluctantly, he introduced me first to the chaplain. I was thinking try and turn me, we'll be on the ground grappling. As he started to pray, the voices began to cease. All I could feel inside me was an overwhelming sense of peace. As I went back to my cell, I knew that something had changed. All of my thoughts and actions were about to get rearranged. I knew that I needed help, and I remembered this place, faith-based rehab center, so I pleaded my case. And so I called up Teen Challenge, and I started the process. 
I really needed help and I would settle for no less. I filled out the application and I started to pray. I was wondering if everything was going to work out okay. And then a few days later, they told me I was accepted, but my lawyer had bad news. My request was rejected. They told me that I had to serve the rest of my sentence, so I prayed a lot, and then I had some thoughts of repentance. It was only by the grace of God they chose to release me, then I started my new life at the Sussain Marie TC. We were on our way there, and I was nervous for sure. I didn't even have time to open up the brochure. I was thinking I'd be brainwashed into some kind of cult. I could have gave another name that I thought we should exalt, but I was wrong. I arrived, and I gave it a shot. And then I learned by Jesus' precious blood, now I have been bought. And so I gave him my life. Yes, I surrendered it all. I chose to follow Jesus Christ instead of chasing eight ball. I repented, turned away from sin, and asked for forgiveness. The best decision I made, and it ain't hard to relive this. I'm a child of God, now I'm free from the devil's grip. I can do God's work and walk in love, because I am equipped. For every good work, because I got me my Bible. Now I'm saved, no longer slave to sin, so I say goodbye, hell. I have overcome lots, like constant negative thoughts. Instead of doing drugs, I'd rather spend my time doing squats. Because I want to stay healthy, mind, body, and soul. I believed that I was dead, but now my face made me whole. And now I'm ready to face just about any temptation, because the Lord and I, we work together, collaboration. I'm no longer plagued by evil voices inside, because the word's been applied, and it has opened my eyes. I still hear a voice inside, but it has become a blessing. Behavior needs to be addressed, and he will do the addressing. Every day's a struggle. I ain't about to say it's not hard to snuff out the enemy, but I am always on guard. I'm dodging all his attacks, and I'm equipped with God's word. The thought of catching me without it, that's just absurd. I know that Jesus has my back, and I'm not alone. And if I need him now, I can be sure that he won't postpone. So I'm going to be the best that I can be, and now I see that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There you go. Now you put music to that and he'll be rapping. (laughs) But there's just one man that he gave it to you all in a poem he gave it to you in his in his, the way that he talks and that's what it is coming in not wanting coming in not feeling coming in numb not thinking you're good enough thinking that you have to prove something and there he is a year and a half later it's been a year right a year and a half a little over a year and a half yeah so that's what god does that's what God does. We can't do that without the help of the people that are in every community, every congregation, and this is what it's about. This is about one man being saved who spent years since 14, and here he is today, giving all of whatever has happened to him to God, and God reliving in him for him to be able to continue in this world. <clears throat> Sorry, a little emotional. Um, one of your uh, young gentlemen, uh, who also, if I may, has uh, come to Teen Challenge, uh, what I find is very important, and I think this is just sort of a brief testimony of what we do at Teen Challenge, 
and this is how we help them to continue to grow in their love for Christ and for them to understand what Christ does in their life. <clears throat> if we could play the last video, please. So that's what happens on a regular day in Teen Challenge. <laughs> Not really. Um, but I think it's important that, you know, this is something that James made this decision on his own. He's not forced. This was something of the touch of God to touch him, to say, you know what, here I am, right? Uh, be reborn in me, be of me, and go forth and continue to speak my word. And, you know, uh, Kyle's, no, or sorry, James has been there for, it, it's a while for us to get used to it, but uh, two months. This is how this man has changed in two months. Just think what another 10 months is going to do. And that's what we look at. So I want to thank you for giving me this time to speak. I want to thank you for uh, letting um, our team in. Please, by all means, we have a table set out. Please ask any questions you want. Anything that you need help with, one of the team will be able to help you. Again, thank you for having us here. Oh, yes, sir. My faith in the power of, power of prayer has just been magnified because everything you guys are doing and, and just the fact of Kyle's changed life, we know that it's all the power of God and we know it's the power of prayer that's behind it all. You guys can't operate without the power of prayer behind it all. So I just want to thank all the faithful people here who've been praying. Everybody who's prayed for our son Kyle, James, <laughs> I'll get it right, James. <laughs> uh, I just think that that's really important to, to mention. Um, and I just give all the glory to God because this is a miracle that we've seen in our family. And uh, thank you what you guys are doing and thank you for the faithful people around us. God bless you all. something that uh, we should ask for on a regular basis is for your prayers and for your understanding and for the strength that God gives us to continue to do what we do. Uh, it's not easy for the clients and I will tell you that it is a hard, hard, hard road and just praying will help them. And it's also pray for our staff because sometimes it's hard for us as well. And, uh, you know, but I have a great team. And, you know, uh, to me, that's important that I have a great team from the, uh, from the, the uh, what we call phase fours to phase fives to full-time staff, uh, my spiritual formation, uh, my development officer. We have a great, great team. And it's all because we prayed them in there. And that's what's important. 
again, thank you again for having me. Thank you for these great stories.